Welcome to Pop Culture in the Pea Brains. Uh, my name is Brett Carson, along with... Oh, you're bad. You uh-huh. are my father. Okay. <laughs> you, Darth, seem, you seem tired. Darth Vader. You seem very tired. No, I'm fine. Okay. Well, we have not recorded in about two weeks. Um, we have... Well, my birthday was yesterday, actually, and I took a week off so I could focus on grad school and the like. Um, so, Cyan Heart Productions has been quiet for about two weeks, which is a little sad. Um, but, fear not. Up and running again. Up and running again. We will have a new episode of Pop Culture and the Pea Brains uploaded today, along with an episode of the Audio Amphitheater featuring Andy Carl tomorrow. So... Uh, we have a lot to discuss today. We are a bit behind in our Star Wars review saga. And this is the saga I like to call Introducing My Dad to Star Wars because he's only ever seen the first one. A New Hope. A New Hope. Which is episode four. Yes. But today we are talking about episode five. The Empire Strikes Back. Filmed in 1980. Or Fil- released in 1980. Yeah, probably filmed in 79. So I have watched it many a times. I actually didn't like it as a kid. I, I it's it's heralded as the best movie in the saga. You know, most of the sequels don't live up to the original. You mean the prequels? I guess I guess you would call it that. But the the next you're you're talking about in the original trilogy. You mean. In the next film, the next film is usually not better than the. But oddly enough, a lot of people think this one is. Right. For a lot of reasons. Can you guess why? So, Well, they have a relationship as well as some hero. Yeah, in in A New Hope, they had to... So, I'm just going to say George Lucas, because he was kind of the driving force. But he, he... In A New Hope, he created all of this, these characters, this world, everything. Everything was very fluid, but at the same time, not everything was established. We did not go into the movie knowing who Luke Skywalker was, who Han or Leia was, uh, who, who Darth Vader was. So we had to take time to establish that, which takes up runtime. But in the sequel, The Empire Strikes Back... We already go in knowing the relationships. It's somewhat like Infinity War in the Marvel series, where it's the twenty-somethingth movie in the MCU, so it doesn't waste time introducing you to these characters. It just jumps right into the action and continues to develop their already very interesting character arcs. Which was MCU, Marvel Comics Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. I was close. You were very close. Oh. I'm actually, I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we might do a Marvel uh, review saga at some oh. point. Have you seen... How many Marvel movies have you seen? I don't know. You've seen Ant-Man, because I made you watch it. Yeah, I've seen Spider-Man. You have not seen the Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah, because you've seen the Sam Raimi... Spider-Man was Marvel. He is, but the MCU version of Spider-Man with Tom Holland. You've seen the Tobey Maguire ones, which are not part of the MCU. Well, it's still Spider-Man. It's still Spider-Man, but there's been three iterations of Spider-Man. Four, technically... If you count uh, into the Spider Verse, go ahead. Okay, uh, so I had you watched Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I was busy this week with a lot of stuff, so I had you watch it by yourself, and I wanted you to uh, kind of elucidate the audience on your thoughts well, on the film. Well, you know, I was uh, interested 
because at the very beginning, at the very beginning, you have Luke Skywalker going into a new realm. Uh, I guess you pronounce it Hoth. 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 Yeah. It was a, a frozen entity. The ice planet yeah. Hoth. And uh, a big, what would you call it? Uh, not a abominable snowman. I forget what it's called because it has a name in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Let's just call it. Uh, what's the what's the Bumble, the Bumble in that the Abominable and, Snowman. Yeah, but the the Bumble. yeah, yeah the Bumble. And the Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yes. Yeah. So let's just say Violent Bumble. Yeah, he uh, attacked Luke mm-hmm. and killed Luke's ride. Tauntaun. I do know that one. T a u n t a u n. Eventually, uh, Han Solo had to take one of those the innards to keep Luke warm. Yeah, so essentially, if you haven't watched it, so Han goes out. Somehow, Luke is able to kill the Bumble um, with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Cut uh, his arm off and then kill it. Yeah, uh, and instead of going and staying in the, the Bumble's lair, which is likely very warm because it's underground, he decides to trek out into the open blizzard, and luckily, Han finds him. Mm-hmm. And Han splits open the Tauntaun that dies and stuffs Luke inside. And the, the, what do you call it, the Tauntaun? Tauntaun, the, yeah. The one that died just died of exposure. It, ju- it did just die of exposure, which is odd because Tauntauns are indigenous to Hoth. So you would think that if... They'd be used to it. They'd be used to it. Or if, if I mean, they obviously could die of exposure, but you would think that, you know, a human would die of exposure first. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, so next up is... Well, there it's was, Hollywood. It is Hollywood. Uh, you can't have Han or Luke die in the no, second not, movie. Not, no, no, uh, But, point is, next up is the battle on Hoth with the uh, Imperial Walkers, the AT-ATs and the ATSTs. And they got, one of the Walkers got tied up mm-hmm. and fell over and exploded. Exploded, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's odd because you see in the movie how like when they blast at it, it's almost impervious, but when it falls, it's almost like its shields get deactivated and it explodes immediately. Mm-hmm. Is the is outside very interesting? What are, you, what are you looking at? I was just, just go ahead. <laughs> um, and after Hoth, so uh, the Millennium Falcon, or the Aluminum Falcon, uh, as I've heard people call it, escapes Hoth. Uh, Luke, not Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, C-3PO escape Hoth. And they go into an asteroid field. And they dodge dodge all those asteroids. They do dodge the asteroids. Because they want to have the... TIE uh, fighters? Hit the asteroids. So and some do. The Millennium Falcon, despite the fact that it looks like a giant frisbee... It can't get into hyperspeed either. It can't get into hyperspeed because if you go through hyperspeed in, a, in, a, in an asteroid belt... Well, it's broke. It's tore up. It is tore up, yeah, yeah. But even still, if you were to go into hyper or hyperdrive or light speed, rather, you would crash into an asteroid. Mm-hmm. But uh, they are able to kind of get through it, um, and they find themselves quite literally in the belly of the beast. Correct. Were you Were you asleep for that part? No, I was awake. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I watched it this morning. I was awake. I know, but last night I came in and you were watching it. And yeah, you were I know, but I watched it again today. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if you started at the midway Just point. go ahead. Okay. Quit, quit diverting off into different tangents. Um, but what, what did you think of the action of this one compared to A New Hope? 
I know you haven't watched A New Hope in a minute. Yeah, but... well, I don't know. I, I think, maybe in my in my opinion, there seemed to be more action in A New Hope, but there was more of a relationship in the Empire between Princess Leia mm-hmm. and Han Solo. Exactly. Uh, Han Solo played by Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher playing Leia, mm-hmm. um, and so Empire Strikes Back introduces a bit of an odd love triangle because at one point Leia kisses well, Luke. Luke, who is well, I don't want to be a spoiler. Yeah, don't spoil okay, it. But let's know. just say it's kind of odd that that happens. Mm-hmm. And Luke is sitting there all proud that he got kissed by a pretty girl. And Han's is surprised. And Han is surprised. Uh, once the next movie comes out, the audience is surprised uh-huh. as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine there's a lot of secrets revealed in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Um, there's a few revealed in this one. Mm-hmm. Such as? Darth. Darth Vader, yes. So Darth Vader is heralded as you know, one of the best villains of all cinema for a myriad of reasons i mean he's physically imposing he's a very he's six foot like 80 he's very tall uh he has an all black very cool cyborg suit he has an awesome red lightsaber great voice sam uh james earl jones james earl jones not sam earl jones james earl jones who's what 90 now he's yeah but uh it was the actor that played darth vader's vader was different yeah. James Earl Jones. Well, James Earl Jones isn't very tall, is he? I don't think he is. Uh, but point is, essentially, what they would do was uh, pl- like record the action with the actor playing Darth Vader, and then they would voice over it with James Earl Jones. Which, as a kid, I had no idea. I as- well, I assumed, yeah, I assumed it would have been, you know, one to one, like most, you know, films. But kind of ADRing over someone's voice is intriguing. Uh, if it, I mean, it, very much uncommon for the you know '80s era, '70s era. Um, but another character that's introduced kind of more dramatically Billy in D. this Williams? film, Billy D. Williams. I was going to yeah. say Boba Fett, but yes, Lando Calrissian. Right. Um, so tell us a little bit about well, he, Lando he, Calrissian. He acted like he was glad to see Han. But it was a trap. Do you say Hans? Han. Excuse me. Han. Attila the Han. Attila the Hans. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Lando is a gambler who has become somewhat of a, I'm not going to say like a, a representative of Cloud City, which is a city that appears later on in the film. Uh, Han, Leia, and the rest of the gang come to Cloud City for refuge. It is only revealed after that, well, Darth Vader is waiting, and according to Lando... To have dinner with Han. Yes, yes, Han, until the Han. Um, Apparently, the Imperial Army arrived briefly before uh, Han, Leia, and the gang, Mm -hmm. causing Lando to essentially betray his friend. Correct. Which leads to but yes he did come around later he did come around later spoilers uh Uh, no this movie was made 40 years ago yes it was made uh yeah about exactly 40 years ago that's kind of crazy isn't it it was released 41 years ago it was made probably 42 years ago yeah yeah 
But Billy D. Williams is getting up there. Mm-hmm. He's he's late seventies, I think. Yeah, and he played um, in Bride Song. Remember, he played he did, uh, he, Dale Sayers. Yeah, he played. Yep, he did. I've been meaning to read that book. I have it's it on my a, shelf. It's a good movie too, Bride Song. But Billy D. Williams Lando comes around, and after Han Solo is, you know, cast in a carbonite prison, essentially. Which, if you don't know, uh, carbonite is essentially in this. A very, you know, it basically paralyzes whoever is cast within it and causes them to be trapped. Which, the the movie actually ends with Han being transported onto Boba Fett's ship, the Slave 2. Which, if you didn't know, that's what Boba Fett's ship is called, Slave 2. No, don't care. Okay, well, whatever. Um, And the, the movie ends on a cliffhanger but that is just how it ends for han it ends a bit differently for luke and the rest of the gang so after han and leia get taken by the imperial stormtroopers luke actually arrives on cloud city and he comes face to face with darth vader who is uh well he was also trained by yoda he was trained by Yoda. I was going to circle back and get to that. Yeah. Uh, but just for right now, there is a very, very good fight scene at the very end of the movie mm-hmm. between Luke and uh, Darth Vader. And it's something that we don't see a whole lot in Hollywood films, in which case the hero in a movie loses. And that's when Darth reveals who he is. Yeah. So Darth Vader, or rather, let's circle back to... Uh, a New Hope, where Obi-Wan very clearly says, your father was killed by Darth Vader. Well, it looks like Obi-Wan has a bit of a tendency to stretch the truth, because uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. He Spoiler! This movie was made 41 years ago, Two. released 42 years ago. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and... Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker, the father of Luke Skywalker, is Darth Vader, which I think literally everybody knows. I think that Nan and Pop probably know mm-hmm. it, but at the time it was a, a you know a, a colossal shock because up until then Darth Vader as a villain had just been this malevolent force, but to find out that. It, he is a malevolent force that has a familial tie with the main protagonist it adds a really weird dichotomy because up till then all we've known is that luke is a very good character but if if he is the sum of his parents parts and his dad is the lord of all evil then surely there must be some evil within luke well there's a Yes, but there's some evil in everybody. There's some evil in everybody, but for the sake of the story, I mean, throughout the entire film and the entire final battle, Darth Vader is trying to convince Luke to join the dark side. Mm -hmm. And that is actually expanded upon in the sequel, Return of the Jedi, which is, you know, a great film. I don't care what anyone says. I love the film. And so, question, you brought up Yoda. Mm -hmm. Yoda is, well... How was how Yoda introduced? Well, first of all, Yoda didn't allow himself to be known as Yoda. No, correct. Uh, Luke goes to, do you remember the... Swamp. Well, do you, you remember the planet? I don't remember the planet. Dagobah. Okay, whatever. But uh, he crashed. 
and his vehicle went underwater. His X-wing sank under kind of the the marsh and sludge of the swamp. Gunk. Gunk, yeah. Uh, And Luke wanted to find Yoda, the the master starfighter. Uh, Well, it wasn't necessarily a starfighter. He was Jedi, master Jedi. He did, however, in the prequels, have a ship, but he was nowhere near the caliber of starfighter as you know obi-wan or luke which we will not luke anakin who we will uh touch on later during the prequel series well luke once he found out yoda was yoda decided to try and pull by power his the force or use the force to bring his vehicle out of the water didn't work no um luke is essentially trapped and it's it's very interesting how they introduced yoda because you know, nowadays, I feel like audiences have become much more attuned to predictability in cinema. So if they introduced Yoda in the same way, I feel like people would, you know, recognize the possibility that he was Yoda. But in the 80s, Luke is kind of doing his own thing. He hears about Yoda as this, you know, magnificent Jedi. And we're introduced to this little Muppet-looking dude. And eventually he says that he is Yoda. And it's a huge sucker punch to the audience. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I only watched, or I've watched The Empire Strikes Back probably five to six times in my life. You know, every recurring time you notice more things. I think it's important also to watch it as though you're watching it in its original, you know, theater. So if you are, you know, going to see, if you were going to see it in 1980. Mm-hmm knowing or imagining how audiences would have felt at that time and yoda is a complete sucker punch a complete uh what's the word destruction of expectations which in the same way is how vader is established as uh the the parental the the patriarch of luke skywalker everything about star wars is setting up expectations and then taking them down Luke is this, you know, moisture farmer on Tatooine. He becomes the greatest Jedi of all time. Han is a smuggler. He becomes one of the most important actors in the Resistance. Leia is a princess, a character that up until now, princesses, how are princesses typically viewed? Regally. Regally and and in a lot of cases fragile. Like if you look at Disney princesses, they get rescued. Right. In A New Hope, Leia rescues Han and Luke by sending him into the, uh, the what is it, the, the waste, you know, crushing chamber. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, but, I mean, she helps them escape, which is something you don't expect from a princess. You don't expect her to be the, uh, I was going to say one word, but it had a cuss word in it, uh, the baller of the group. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but other than that, the film is great. Now, I'm going to ask you a couple questions regarding specific characters. What did you think of Boba Fett? Because I like him a lot. Didn't have a big part in this film. No, he did not. He actually, fun fact, has only five lines in the entire trilogy. But he's more prominent in Return. He is. He is prominent in Return of the Jedi. Um, he is a bounty hunter. 
that works for well works for the empire works for job the hut works for all number of you know kind of seedy individuals throughout the galaxy well han owed money to job the hut yes and he was going to give that money to Fett. yes well he was he was tasked to have it by a specific time and then he went back on his word and then Jabba essentially made a deal with the Empire saying, hey, we will help you capture Han if I can have him afterwards. One thing I did find out, you don't want to cross Darth Vader. No, 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 no. <laughs> he would just put you out. Exactly. And and it's it's. I think Han has one of the most iconic lines in the trilogy that, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you picked up on it because it's it's something that kind of is kind of a cult classic line. And that's when he's going into the carbonite chamber. And Leia says, I love you. And how does Han reply? I'm not right. There are so many lines. Go ahead. He says, I know. <laughs> Which is just so cool. Like, you would you would think, again, destroying expectations, you would expect Han to, in this moment of vulnerability, to say, I love you too. But no. He just says, I know. And goes out like a, like a chill guy, man. It goes out awesome. Now, if we were to classify this movie in regard to kind of poetics, so A New Hope is a very much a, it's a very concentric movie. Mm -hmm. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm -hmm. Empire is much different for a lot of reasons. As we discussed earlier, there is a lot regarding character development that we don't see in A New Hope. A lot of people that just watch A New Hope say that Luke is very whiny, which in a lot of cases he is. But in Empire, he is developing not just physically, not just in the Force, but emotionally as well. He is learning his place in this grand scheme. And the finale is no... It couldn't be any more different from A New Hope, because A New Hope ends with a nice little bow on top, and everybody gets a medal except Chewbacca. But Empire Strikes Back ends with... I mean, you saw it. Well, it's sort of, it's sort of a, a new hope, like you said, has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yes. And the end of New Hope continues on in Empire, but there's no end. There's no end. It it ends... In Return of the Jedi. It ends in Return of the Jedi, which, if you watch the sequels, you know that even then it doesn't end, because it still continues. Then you go back to the prequels. Then you go back to the prequels. But it's really weird because it's the first time in the Star Wars series that it's been left with a cliffhanger. Han is frozen in carbonite. Luke has, you know, had his mind rocked finding out his father is Darth Vader. Didn't he lose his hand? He lost his hand, yeah. yeah. Much like his father. Yeah. Much like his father before him. And, I mean, he is on the verge of death and only barely gets saved by the aluminum falcon at the very end. And, I mean, the movie ends with a question mark as opposed to an exclamation point. And it, it, it would be, you know, another couple of years, at least another year until Return, Return of the Jedi would be released. And, and a lot of... What, 83? Yes. And, and a lot of these questions would finally be answered. Now, that is very much similar to... So, you've not watched Infinity War. No. But Infinity War ends very similarly to Empire Strikes Back because it ends with a cliffhanger. I'm not going to tell you what happens, 
but it's similar in the sense that it almost seems like the, the bad guy wins. And it wasn't until 2019, a year after Infinity War, that Endgame was released, and we actually saw how everything came to a you know natural conclusion. I would say that I prefer Infinity War and Endgame more than Empire and Return of the Jedi, which for a lot of film critics, Martin Scorsese, would fight me on. But I don't know. I like superheroes a lot. But if you were to rate this movie 1 to 10, what would you give it? Well, you got to rate A New Hope first. We already rated A New Hope. I can't remember what I rated it. I can't remember either, but I remember we rated that, and we also rated uh, Nightmare on Elm Street at the same time. Yeah. Okay, let me let's just say we rated A New Hope, or I rated A New Hope, about a seven. Okay. I would rate Empire a seven and a half. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I gave A New Hope like an eight or a nine. I think I really liked it. I'd probably give this one an eight. I I mean I like it. So a tick below. Right. Just just a tick below, if not on the same caliber. I'm pretty sure I gave A New Hope a I'd, 9. I'd go a tick above. Um, I, I like Empire, don't get me wrong. I am not the huge proponent of you know romantic relationships. I like relationships. I just finished watching Falcon and Winter Soldier yesterday. I watched all six episodes in six hours. It was a good time. But I'm not a huge fan of this story needs a love story for it to be compelling. You talking about Empire? Well, well, I'm just speaking in general with films. Because, I mean, I think that stories can exist without a love story. For example, yeah. there's another Star Wars film, Rogue One, where the main character, the two main characters are a man and a woman. And, you know, if you had just finished the original trilogy, you would expect that by the end they would, you know, get together. But they yeah. don't. It's a very, you know, it's a very platonic friendship throughout the film. And that's something I respected. Because having the you know constant expectation that a man and a woman get together is not only cliche, but especially with kind of the progressive ideals uh, of you know the 21st century, it's a bit old-fashioned. Um, you know, just to just to think that a man and a woman are in a room together, they have to be in love. That's not necessarily the case. They can just be friends. But Empire, in a word, is turbulent i think because it it starts in the middle of the action with hoth they're on a war uh they're in a war with the empire immediately just like a new hope actually Um, yeah there's no dead time there's no dead time no no. uh even you know moments on dagobah when it's just luke and yoda kind of chillaxing there's still action i mean there's the moment where luke confronts you know the ultimate evil kind of a figment of his imaginary uh, imagination darth vader Mm -hmm. and what's revealed what's revealed remember he fought the darth vader right in the swamp yeah and it was a a thought it It was was a thought thought. but but the the mask gets blown up and what's up he's in it yeah he's in it luke's face is in it which is you know if you're any sort of critical thinker you can be like oh i get it I'm well, fighting you, you myself. Would, you would get it after the fact. Exactly. You know, it, it, you know, and you watch it the second time. You, you, you go, know. oh, okay. Uh, but I like Empire. Next time we are going to be watching Return of the Jedi, Yay. which is, you know, 
I like it a lot. It's probably my least favorite out of the original trilogy, but it's still really good. Luke gets a really cool lightsaber in it. Spoilers. And uh, so you don't, you've never watched Return, have you? No, the only, the only Star Wars I ever watched was A New Hope. Why is that? Why? Why do you not like, what's that you don't like? Mushrooms. Why do you not like mushrooms? I like them. I've had them before. You don't like them. Exactly. Okay. Uh, you know. But you, you don't know if you don't like it until you watch it. Okay. I, I, I'm going to watch it. I've got to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Due to the rules. The contract Whatever. I made you sign. Um, but do you I have any... I signing anything. Uh, you were asleep. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm not. <laughs> but this has been a relatively rambly episode of pop culture and the pea brains um i do you have any other thoughts about empire absolutely not no okay well just remember the force is with you always mm -hmm. and thank you to cole benson and. for the music and taylor menzel for the wonderful artwork mm -hmm. and you know moving forward we're going to be uh, we don't know what we're going to talk about next week Keep the challenge in mind. Yeah, keep the challenge in mind, and that challenge is... You tell them. You, you well, came I know. up with it. I know, but I did the... Do okay. something nice for someone. Do something nice for someone. What's something nice you did for somebody? This week? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I'm a teacher, so I allowed some of my students to do some makeup work that they couldn't do otherwise. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. Uh, I remember um, I... Hmm. So I'm a substitute teacher. I don't do quite as much good as you do because I'm just a sub. But I am pretty lenient about like students needing to, you know, leave to go do work outside of class. And I know some subs that are very, you know, very particular and in some cases can be kind of overbearing about that sort of thing. But I like to just, you know, I like to be the sub that is kind of chill. And allow the students to do what they need to do to get done. And if they need a period to just, you know, decompress, take a break, listen to some music, I'm all for that. Because I've been there. I understand how stressful it is to be a student. But moving forward, do something nice for someone. If you have suggestions for what you'd like us to talk about, or if you'd like to share uh, one of your good news stories, please share it at bcarson129 at gmail.com carson 129 at gmail.com and we'd be happy to give you a mention um moving forward i'd like to actually talk about captain cold of the dc universe another character you Man, have no idea who it's about is there anything you want to talk about that i have any familiarity with i don't know you only know 60 sitcoms right that's all that matters that's all that matters what do, what would you like to talk about at some point anything but no never mind Go ahead. No, no, no. What, what would you like to talk I, about? I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Okay. Well, we'll get back to you. Uh, this has been Pop Culture and the Pea Brains. And remember... Keep it in the crop. We like to keep our dark side slow cooked. We'll see you next week. Ba, 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 ba.